and was like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce. Oh, the worst. I feel like that might have helped catapult Taylor Swift into what she is today. You think? acid wash vest very appropriate hi everyone welcome to there's a lot of denim here yeah this is the denim podcast and i'm happy about that that's my new identity wow babe cool jacket where'd you get it from acid wash vest is fucking sick babe it's so cool i was like babe you just got to try it on just once i was like yeah yeah yeah, sure whatever whatever and then i put it on and i was like hold on hold on once you're game over now also i look like mojo dojo casa house ken and barbie coalesced into a singular genderless being like if you typed it into yes a- ai yes. images or something and you're yeah, like yeah, making yeah. a picture exactly and you just didn't put any spaces yeah this is what it would be mojo dojo casa it's house ken barbie perfect. i love it it's literally perfect i'm obsessed with it i didn't think i would like this vest honestly i saw fresh as hell on you. i saw a comment a while ago i don't know if we've addressed this um but i saw a comment a while ago on one of the episodes where we were wearing each other's clothes um about how we're single-handedly solving overconsumption oh, in I couples do yes <laughs> i feel that way now you just have every time we re-wear a piece of clothing from each other i'm like wow we're just like being so environmentally friendly we are so environmentally we just have friendly. one wardrobe now we shop at sprouts and <clears throat> we drive an electric vehicle and we just wear all the same clothes it's not yeah. what we're missing is your skin yeah Yep. Each other's skin, I guess. Yeah, for our birthday parties. For our birthday parties. <laughs> but that'd be kind of weird, though, because we're just like trading, because it'd just be you and me there, basically, because. Yeah. No one would come to that birthday no party. No one would come to that. And I wouldn't want them to. I wouldn't, that'd yeah. Be a mess. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, weird. this is, there's a lot to unpack here. Hi, thanks for coming. My name's Mickey. I'm Aaron. <laughs> what are we talking about today, my love? Okay, so I created another outline, and I. I'm living for the outline moment, by the way. I think Thank it's you. great. I appreciate you for doing. Um, the organizing oh, of part of this journey for I us. I know it's fun for you. It's nice to just show it up and just, just oh, I love empty, it. I love it. Be pretty and say nice things. Be pretty and dumb. Be pretty and dumb. I love that. I love that. I think we said that on the first episode. I think we did too. Wow, what a throwback. <laughs> what episode are we even on? Ooh. Also, we stopped saying the episode numbers because we filmed them and then we just kind of see yeah. how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, what's relevant. We're choosing to put up content based on what feels good, what feels relevant, uh, what makes the most sense. Speaking of relevant, so, though, this is a timeless topic. Mm-hmm. It is a timeless um, topic, actually. I think the person that I, I want this topic to be about, though, will be yeah. go unsaid. But let's just get into it, okay? I know. I would never. And I would never. I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to. You anyways, are I'm a so rude. You are a shitster. Okay, Stop so it. Okay, so anyways, speaking of shit that needs to be stirred, look who I have today. Tabby. Ugh. All right. It's our tablet, friends. I said this is episode 12, but this is clearly not episode 12. This is not episode 12. 12. I'm pretty sure episode 12 went up this week, though. Who knows what week it is anymore? Honestly, who knows? Who cares? It's like I just, I'm like pretend, when you film, do you pretend what week it is when you film it? No. Like this could be Halloween week and we wouldn't even know it. Yeah, it could be. Maybe that's why I'm dressed like Mojo Casa House. Who am I dressed up as? You know what it's reminding me of? Tell me. There is a character, I can't remember what movie it's from, but there's a character of like this big, tall, southern man who like wears overalls and like the the wife pleaser tank tops. I will find a picture of it. It sounds vaguely it, familiar. Like, like the word that's coming to him or the name that's coming to mind is like Bubba or something. Like there's sort of caricature of like. Uh, is this from Holes? No. Like the no. flashback scenes? No. no. 
It, but it's reminding me of that. It's all, like Forrest the Gump. it's like fried green tomatoes sort of vibes. I've never seen that movie. I know. I keep telling you things that I've never seen. And then you <laughs> You've never seen me. fried green tomatoes? No. It's a classic. I've never seen Pretty Woman either. Yeah, I did know that because I said to you one time, we should veg, lay like broccoli. And you were like, what are you talking about? And I said, that's a classic. What are you referring to? I'm not to? a perfect person. That doesn't stop you from giving me my retainer at night, though, and doing the the closing the box thing. Oh, that's classic. You love that's that. That's classic. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're so funny. Also, me... I like I just like the weirdest little retainer boy. Yes. Like, yeah. Like here, a flower boy. Because your little ADHD brain can't remember to put never. your mouth guard in. I never remember. Hold on. I'm going to Google the uh, overalls. Okay. I'm going to grab Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, I can't find it. That's fine. I, I believe you. I'll figure it out. And then I'll tell you afterwards when we're no longer filming and it's not relevant anymore. Okay. okay so I think something that's really interesting uh-huh. in influencer culture generally and like parasocial relationships, obviously, yeah. of course, is the parasocialness yeah. of them. Okay. And it's crazy just like, disagree. it's not crazy, but like, I think for me growing up, and I think the biggest thing, like I remember this very vividly, is yeah. Dave Grohl was giving an interview. Yeah. And this is about the time too. Like I love rock. Yes. I love electronic music yes. and like electronica and dance yeah. and EDM and all like that shit. House music, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, and so like obviously. Daft Punk, obviously. Ugh, um, yes. I, honestly, I, could of get, all time. I could get into that. Honestly, it's not even though. Like, <sighs> I think someone, them announcing they're not making music anymore when they're yeah. already out of the game is like. Yeah. I don't, like, That's true. Because when did they release Random 2013. Access? 2013. And when did they announce that they were officially done? Like 2020. Like, and like that's fine to be done or whatever. And it's not, I'm not gonna get it. Like, I just don't even want to get into it because it's like very <laughs> annoying and very frustrating. Yes, yeah, it's really fine. Sure, whatever. Do do whatever your heart desires, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. Yeah, but Dave Grohl was talking about electronic music, and obviously, mm-hmm. like, there's no heart or soul behind it. And it's just like beep boop, beep boop, and punt. I know, I know. Oh my god, very, very 2010s take. Like, this was uh, like, like, there's no real instrument. No, yes, and like, Ugh. it was like the dubstep, like the response, yeah, like, from yeah. traditional musicians to dubstep and yes. like that sort of thing. And like, fair, fair, I don't fair, think people fair. realize what a polarizing moment that was, dub- or maybe, I mean, maybe you do, yeah, but like dubstep. Like, I hate it, I still really don't really get it. I think it's fun. I can appreciate the technicality of it and sure. like as far as like synthesizing yeah and like the 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 like actual the mechanics of, of the thing yeah of making sure. sounds like different and like growling and it's like i get it i get it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something satisfying like i get, love a good saw bass and stuff and like yeah so basically like the way waveforms work and the way music is you know like so you have waves of sound okay and they um like an oscillator so that it repeats sure and so like the way you change the the shape yeah of the sound uh-huh. gives you different effects so like uh, a, like a like a white noise, not a white noise machine, but like a like a low like a tone would be okay. like a sure yeah. So like that'd be like a nice, very smooth. But then oh. if you put chops in that sine wave, yeah, and you make like, you can make different shapes. So like a saw sure. looks like a like a like, like a saw this. blade. Yeah. Okay. So if you can imagine an oscillator going around hitting that saw, like uh, you know, like you get more of the like you get more of the okay. Yeah, so that's like how synthesis works. I I always pictured like if you asked me to think in my mind or like yeah. conjure an image of what uh like boop noise looks like as a sound wave, yeah. I would assume it's just a flat tube. So like so that's the thing too is like as you zoom in on it. So as you take any sound, like yeah. even our voice, sure. the further you zoom in on it. So like a yeah. sine wave is like the most purest form, like the most like harmonizing sine wave sound. meaning like co like yeah like cosine tangent, yeah like mass. sine yeah. Oh, okay yeah okay, so like okay, this okay. like yeah so it looks like this and it just will repeat forever and infinitely. Okay okay okay. Yeah. okay. But then sure. as you change that shape, uh-huh. because like even saw waves can be built up of sine, like it's crazy. Like you zoom in, it's crazy. Okay. 
that's not what this podcast is about right now. I just got <laughs> Can super tangent. Can you see me just like struggling to oh, function? Oh, your brain is like. <gasps> this is not my area of expertise. Yeah, I can see, I can see the steam start coming out. Um, <laughs> I but anyway, know all of this existed inside of your brain. No, I can show you. Yeah, and like that's serum crazy. and stuff. Oh, yeah. I love synthesis. It's like my favorite part of music, like making music. I had no idea oh, that yeah. it was that complex. Because then the cool thing too is like you lay two different waves on each other, uh-huh. then you get a totally different sound because you get different harmonies and different like. It's like, like the ratatouille t- thing. Sure. Like cheese on its own with the, like the yellow dots and then the strawberry on its own with the red dots and then he eats them both at the same time. And then, and yeah, it does, yeah, yeah, it is kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what no, I'm picturing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. It's like very basic form of like keyboard you know, like synthesis. That. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyways, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess my big question of the day is uh-huh. can, so one, my first question is, and we argue about this, and I sure. personally, I feel very com- or very strongly about this, mm-hmm. but for you, can you separate the artist <laughs> from the art? It's it's to me they're inherently the same thing. Uh, well, okay, and the thing is that first of all, like to me, no, I can't because same. there's like a human aspect okay. to to like the creation of art and from, and yes. other like creative pursuits yeah. that came out of that person's brain. It's like related to some inner emotional thing for them even though like i guess in this day and age of like people just basically accepting a demo that's made by someone else like sure whatever right but like that's a thing fair enough but there is an aspect of like yourself that you're giving to this absolutely creative thing and so like first of all i just don't think it's possible to do that for me on an emotional level yeah but second of all like to me, it feels very important to honor that in our current capitalist regime, trying to separate the art from the artist is a fundamentally fruitless exercise because regardless of whether you say you're separating them, the truth is that supporting the art does inherently support the artist yes. in like what our society deems as the most meaningful way, which is by providing them with some kind of financial kickback. Well, I think too, especially with the capitalization of music, yes. which is something else I, we could, I could talk yeah, about that like endlessly the commodification too. of art. The commodification yeah. of art. Um, yeah. Is that the artist is inherently a product of the record label, yes, and the record company, yes, and like, ergo, like yeah. they yeah. all, yes, yeah. Like, so you can't, you can't do that. And I think, like, obviously, like pop music is great, and I do have such, like, such, uh, music generally, mm-hmm. um, like such more appreciation for it, um, especially yeah. from like where I was, yes, before, yeah, because um, high school, you would have very much agreed with the Dave Grohl take of like electronica and like house is like not real music, I think. <sighs> Like, it was a very hard, like, that was, like, a very, like, internal struggle I had. Yeah, because you Cause liked respect, it still at the time. I, well, I respect Dave Grohl because, like, like an yes. absolutely incredible musician. Like but then, like, there's nothing else, like, composing and creating and synthesizing music. Yeah. Like, there is humanality to it. Yeah. And, like, I understand. Like, yeah. good electronic music, in my opinion, is not, like, there are human, like, it is inherently a human element because you're yeah, creative. You Unfortunately, now with, like, AI and stuff, like, it, the, sure, the graying sure. of it, of course, continues. But generally um, speaking, yeah. But, yeah, so anyways, I think, like, a long way to say, like, the art is inherently from the artist. Yes. Like, to me, I can't it just feels impossible to separate them. But, like, yeah. like, I think, like, the very, like, bare, basic, like, uh, elementary, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but, like, that's not to say it's not still music and it's not, like, yeah. still, yeah. but essentially, like, the playing Legos with, mu- you know. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's a bit of a hot the, take like, on your part. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I guess, to be clear, it's relevant, in my opinion, okay. to draw the distinction here, or not a distinction, rather, but just, like, 
expand. Okay. Because um, oftentimes people have the conversation about separating the art from the artist when the artist is problematic. Okay, yes. Right? And so that's why I said, like, to me, no. I just don't think yeah. that you can. It is fair to say, though, that you can like someone's art without necessarily liking the artist. Absolutely. Right? Like, there are very much songs and, like, pieces of and cinema, pay, like, I think someone, art, yeah. whatever, that I enjoy. But that doesn't mean that I'm, like obsessed with the artist who made it yes however to me liking that art does mean that i'm supporting that artist in totally. some way and so especially like i talked about this on the podcast with hannah about lisa frank yes. um that like lisa frank and especially like her husband who she owned the company with at the time both have committed atrocities against their oh employees God. and so therefore it's very difficult for me to like lisa frank even though i have a nostalgia for it as like a child like of the, the 90s and the, the i products. will never buy another lisa frank product as long as so i live because I just don't want to support her as a as a artist. And I you think know? the opposite then for that. So where I want to take this podcast today yeah. then is yeah. where does so blindly following an artist when become does it start become problematic? And what we're talking about today <laughs> is stan culture. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. It's so fucking interesting to me because I feel personally qualified to discuss this. I feel personally <laughs> like I've never like stand anybody in my life. Mm -hmm. Like there are artists that like I love and I respect, like yeah. Tom York and Radiohead and like sure, yeah. Julian Casablancas and like yeah. the the whole strokes yes. and like so, like I can get like all super good like artists. Yes. Um but then like also like jazz artists and like stuff like that and all kinds of different like you yes. get lost in the sauce all day on that shit. Yes, hundred percent. Um but then, like, I've never, like, there's never been someone that, like, if they came out and, like, did something, it's like the Republican-Democrat thing. Yeah. Republicans, like, Trump could fucking shit in his hand. And hand it, it to someone, And yeah. fucking, they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're doing that, too. And yes. And Biden would do that, like, what, you've lost your mind, like, get the fuck out of the office. Yes, yeah, like, we no longer support you. Yes. Like, Doesn't it's like that same what thing, party like, you if someone to. comes out and says something racist, or... You suck. Like, you're fucking, like, I don't like you anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and like it is That's hard, fair, actually. I think so. Like, at what point then do you like so like support like Spotify, obviously streaming yes people's music yes. So like, will you stop streaming people's music once you find out they're problematic? Or I do. I try to. I do. My of course. I, do I think my it's damnedest. hard. Of course, you know. I think the person that comes up the most for me, and I've honestly, it's gonna be a hot take. Uh huh. I know, and you're probably thinking. But Kanye West, uh, or yeah. the artist formerly known as Kanye, Kanye West, yeah, I guess he goes by Ye, um, you know. Like, the shit he has going on is nuts. But then uh, also, like, good. you can't argue, like, especially, like, the the tens, bangers. Just, Defining like, moments, I know. Absolutely, like, like yeah. I, how many times did we play some of those tracks? Well, and also there was, like, a transformative aspect to that music in terms oh. of, like, steering the direction of that particular genre and like culture you know? and like yeah yes. absolutely like very much like a cultural moment yeah 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 um but like at what point then do you mm -hmm. go so i will say he is one of one of the artists on I have, spotify i have, I have blocked yeah yeah because so i'm like you will not get another fucking mm -hmm. not a single cent for my ass same yeah i have him um, blocked so that even on like if i listen to like a spotify playlist oh, or a radio so that it just doesn't show up on there yeah and i've said this i have one other person and i'll never tell who it is yeah i'll yeah, never tell i know you won't and i'm um, glad i'm glad i know it's for I'm our safety you won't. But, um <laughs> sorry go ahead no 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 go ahead what were you thinking well so this i said earlier i feel uniquely qualified to talk about this okay, because yeah. i am a very emotional being i have always had a really strong emotional connection to music especially yeah. you and i both have kind of had this like fascination with music it's and incredible. like well and i think it's just like such a useful vehicle to process emotion i don't know if it's like a neurodivergent thing or yeah. like we're maybe just very sensitive emotional beings but, but like back to the church thing and stuff like it's an, a powerful yes, impactful like also no, that's why fundies don't allow certain types of music yes because it makes you feel things yeah so the reason I said I feel uniquely qualified to talk about this is because 
as a person who's like very emotionally impacted by music, I've sort of gone through phases with certain fandoms and certain artists where I'm like, one comes to mind specifically. Which one are you thinking of? Jared Leto. Yeah. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Um, it's so, to be it's fair, so hard. I always liked Shannon better than I liked Jared. You, you have always. Thank and you very much. For the much. record, you have always said that. Yes. You have always said that. Thank you. However, like that was very much a period of time. Like I almost got a 30 Seconds to Mars tattoo. We named our cat after the fandom you did. for 30 seconds. There's to, no we. You yeah, did. Yeah, I did. I did do that. Me and my roommate decided the name for that cat. We were not living uh, together Without yet. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cats were very much my cats at the time. Yeah. So that's fair. But yeah, I mean, like it got to the point that like we, you know, my um, roommate and I both really liked 30 Seconds to Mars at the time. I love 30 to Seconds to Mars. I was to be so clear, mad. This was it's... like 2013. Um, yeah, it was like Love, Lust, Faith and Dreams, I yeah, think was yeah. the album. I like that album. It's pretty, yeah, 2014. I listen back to it again. It's, 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 it's like very okay. It's mid. Yeah. It's fine. Um, But this was around the time that that tour was happening. Um, And I was so, like, I watched the documentary about, like, because they have the, or did at the time, the Guinness World Record for the longest continuous tour. Oh. Um, Yeah, the album before that, they were just touring and touring and touring. Because that was the one that's, is it The Kill or? I feel like I've purged all of it from my memory. (laughs) No, I know. Like, I recently forgot. I, like, remember they existed. Yeah. like, what kind of, like, sparked this Um, to be, like, so fervently. Yes. Well, and I, like, watched that documentary about mm-hmm. their whole kerfuffle that they had with their music label yes um and so my roommate and i bought tickets to go to the concert but like we bought um like expensive tickets and then the v- we paid for like the vip yeah. like meet and greet thing we sat in on this like q a thing we got a photo with them but i was obsessed just like absolutely fixated on these people mm-hmm. and i would like listen to this i was a barista in college and so i'd listen to this music on my shift and just like cry making people coffee because i was so just like in the sauce yeah. deeply Um, but then like all of that stuff started to happen, like in real time, I watched 30 seconds to Mars roll out this weird, uh, like VIP. They started doing camp Mars and then it turned into Mars Island. And then the, the photos came out of Jared Leto walking around a bunch of teenage girls, not women, but girls in this white gossamer gown acting like jesus it was super weird well and then like at the time i remember when we went to the concert they had this like graphic on the back you know like with concerts they have all of the like um b-roll and like graphics and all the video footage that plays behind them one of the things that flashed on the screen while they were playing i think that was their final song of the set um was the the phrase yes this is a cult and at the time it was like a joke Right. It was like sort of a funny yeah. haha about how obsessed a, the fandom was. Yes. And then it like became real. Yeah. You know? And so people that was pay like, a lot of money for the island shit. Yes. It's wild how it's much crazy. money people pay for it. But I was heartbroken because I was so obsessed and emotionally mm-hmm. involved in this music, only to find out that like this person's a fucking terrible person. Yeah. And actually like there's a lot of questionable behavior there and then like Tomo left and so then at that point I was like I'm done yeah. you know like we sort of graduated and then their next album came out too and it was trash and we yeah. were like well mm, well I think around the same time too there was that um the Suicide Squad movie and with all the acting stuff with Jared Leto <gasps> like oh my like, god yeah, yeah him being like a sending, method actor yeah, except he was weird. harassing Margot Robbie oh my god yeah he sent her a dead rat yeah and I think a used condom yeah, I think actually, yeah. Yeah, but just like shit like that, terribly like terribly abusive like, behavior. We have, like God complex has gone full. Yes, we have. We have yes. left the building. Yeah, like any but, semblance. Yeah, I mean, and I, I kind of did a similar thing with Twenty One Pilots also. 
um, that I was like yeah. fixated, just obsessed. This was around the same time. Um, you basically switched was, from, you went from one. I was going if that's not face. the most ADHD thing. I know. The hyperfixation thing. I know. I was so bummed. I listened I listened to 21 Pilots first. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they were just popular. And I was like, you no, did. fuck you guys. I'll listen to them first. I know. Yeah. That's not how music works. <laughs> no, it's not. But, that was like very much the hipster attitude, yeah. though, of the no, time. No, I know. Too. And it's like, if something gets popular because a lot of people like it, it's like, okay, I just that's like something. A good thing. I like something that yes. other people could like. I got yes. good, I have good taste. You should just be excited about that. Yeah, no. But yeah, so I like very much went through that period of time. And I do remember being like heartbroken about how not good of a person Jared Leto it's is. So, it's like it you let, know? it's like such a feeling of like uh, like letdown. Yeah, you feel like personally wounded when someone yeah. that you idolize is like a letdown. So know? I guess going on that, it's like the whole cult thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When does like what happens? Like I guess what is there any research or any supporting stuff that you can yeah. tell me about? Like what happens to a person when you become so engrossed in like a fandom in a parasocial relationship in a fandom and like where like when you start having the fan pages and not that there's anything wrong with fan pages but like to the degree I think the thing that comes to mind too with me is a lot of the like uh, male actors mm-hmm. and the fandoms that people create for them yeah but then like how they are when those people start getting married and dating in relationships Chalamet thing comes to um, mind I'm thinking also it's giving um Captain America um, oh uh Chris Evans Chris Evans yeah like that fandom yes when he like like there are some vile things yeah that are posted online yeah in regards to people's who they choose to partner lives. with and yes. date and yeah who so like what what kind of happens there is it just the parasocial thing or is it like the because there's also an essence of pick me i guess too i wonder yeah so yeah i mean there's like an interesting intersection that happens because parasocial relationships are difficult we talked about this in the um, psychology of horror movies video. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know if that will be up at the time that this goes up. But who knows? It's a surprise to everybody. It's a surprise to everyone. Um, but one of the things that's important to remember when we analyze media mm-hmm. is that our brains, from an evolutionary perspective, were not intended necessarily to view oh. and conceptualize this media, right? Yeah, that's fair. The advent of the wow, internet okay. is something that obviously at the times that our, our brain was created and evolved wasn't intended to consume media no, in that not. way, right? Um, our brains are wired for survival in like an IRL sense, you yeah. know? So digital interaction is hard to study and quantify the effects yeah. of. A lot of people are apt to dismiss fandoms and like the emotional impact of parasocial relationships and like you know media and whatever because like oh what do you know them you know blah 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 whatever but there is a very real phenomenon that happens with your brain in terms of like perceiving that person as if they're in front of you especially when like right? the passing of people of like yes, yeah we talked about yeah. this we've talked about that before yeah um and they're obviously like our brain is very sophisticated there is a contextualizing that happens with information um i'm not going to spoil the whole thing but we do talk about that a lot in the psychology yeah. of horror movie how like your hippocampus helps yeah, but your hippocampus helps to contextualize information, yeah. right? So there, like, it's not to say that your brain is perceiving celebrities as if they're your real friends. No. Of course, your brain knows that they're not, um, but it is a very compelling relationship. It's like though. it blurs, like the line. Yes, yeah. it does sort of fuck with the way that your brain feels about yeah. relationships or not like it sort of fucks with your brain in the sense that like you can very much feel as though you're in a relationship with yeah. someone, even though you don't actually know them and they have no idea that you exist. And I think I know people might get upset at this and I hate to draw parallels between this, but it gives me so like the difference between um, like the MAGA cult. 
Oh. And like the blind, like the cult yes. of personality thing. Yes. You know, like yeah. where, and I wouldn't want, like it wouldn't seem fair to like dismiss those, you know, like to talk about that, like Without, we would talk negatively. Yeah. But like the parallels there are very similar and yeah. like you yeah. take everything at face value and yes. you, I think, I guess my hope is just like a little bit more awareness of like, because I think for us too, we're so jaded and yes. like, yes. especially this ex- yeah. the experiences we've had, like never meet your fucking heroes. Like never if meet I start liking heroes. someone, I'm like, I don't want to know anything about them. I'm not going to follow them on social media. Uh-huh. Like, um, we recently, I learned about some artists that, um, I guess I was like fine, like in the middle about, uh-huh. um, but with like grooming allegations. And, oh God. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah. And like the it's young, always that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, there's always like grooming, sexual assault or racism or like, somewhere in the closet, yeah. you know, somewhere Speaking in, in this, of, one of the skeletons in those yeah. closets. Yeah. Someone else that we both enjoyed a lot. Uh, yeah. We never did see them live or anything or mm-hmm. like got too crazy into it, but Panic at the Disco. Oh, actually I have seen Panic at the Disco live. Oh my God. That's right. I forgot you saw them yeah. in college. Yeah. It was a, like a weird pop-up concert. Yeah. Back before they I, were, they, they hadn't like blown up yet. No. Well, I think they were like still pretty popular, but it wasn't like quite They were like degree. radio play like they were. No. Yeah. Um, it was like a weird, like our college paid for panic at the disco to show up to this very specific small event i think the concert had probably 200 That's people in the audience yeah um and i didn't really know any of their songs yeah. but i just went because i was like it's free yeah so i have seen them live um but like yeah we were very much like in the sauce we really really yeah. liked their music there for a while um do you want to hear about some of the fucked up shit brendan yuri's done mm, i so i'm like vaguely aware that he's a shitty person because yes. i stopped streaming their music because i was like oh i think he's a bad person but i don't know what the particulars so are. i can't say so a lot of it's been scrubbed from twitter um oh. but i have so this is a lit but this is a quote sure. slight trigger warning but apparently during one of his shows he said uh allegedly if I see you after the show, I'm going to fuck you. Whoa. I don't care if you want it. I won't <gasps> care if you don't want it. Whoa. Ew. Oh, like, my God. I, on fucking, like. Wait, 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 wait. My wait, brain is blown. So he said that, like. During a set. Like, while he's on stage. Yeah. Ooh. Like, why would you so publicly. Also, Ooh. like, ew. No. Gross. Also, like. That's I don't know how to comprehend super, that. Especially because the 2000s was like the era of like boy band grooming allegations and like all of the fucked yeah. up shit that happened with like the the pop punk thing. I feel like every single one of those bands so just shitty. so fucking like yes. wasn't like all time oh. low was one of those like I remember just being fucking... a teenager at an all time low show and like bringing oh. a bra to throw up on stage. Crazy. Ew. Just gross. Um, it is kind of gross. Like, no judgment at you, of course. No, I was a child. But yeah. Like, but, like, why were you encur- okay with that we as an artist? This. That's weird. Also, the thing we talk about, too, of, like, these adults making music for children. Mm-hmm. Like, like, teenagers. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm not that it's up. weird, but I'm, like, also, like, it's such an interesting... Well, I think it's more so when people, like, acknowledge and encourage that following like um hannah and i have talked about this with colleen ballinger right they're like you can't necessarily control who your fandom is right but like making content to specifically suit that demographic and like choosing to interact with them in a way that breeds like a further buy-in from children is super fucking weird because you shouldn't like that you know, it should unless you're like Miss Rachel, who's literally making content to like educate small children like you that's weird you shouldn't want to be friends with like small children or like teenagers like when you're like, a thirty year old. I feel like that sh- that was like a mutually un- yeah, understood. Yeah, I thought thing. so too. But apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah Not so whatever. Much. That's uh, fucked. I didn't know it was like so overt. Um, apparently during another one of his shows, allegedly he said yeah. to, "I wish I was born black, so I could wear the clothes I wear without getting made fun of." Come again? Yeah. Ooh. 
Like, what is wrong with him? I don't know. Okay, so actually, but, this okay, this does kind of track. I won't lie. Okay, Th- these are alleged. By the way, this is oh. like allegation. All of this is allegations. But um, especially with the way that he's conducted himself recently, um, have you? Because you, I've showed you some of these videos on TikTok of Brandon Yuri like blowing out his oh, vocal yes. cords. Yeah, and it really does give this. It, it conveys this energy of a person who is obsessed with being the center of attention, mm-hmm. who is obsessed with being worshipped by people so much so that he's like willing to do potentially permanent damage yeah. to his vocal cords well, him not just it. to like get attention of like look at how high i can sing or how long yeah. i can hold this note and just like really weird kind of like stunt type of stuff him not getting that spot for the queen he really i think that really got under his skin popped his yeah. yeah and then of course the cherry on top is always is and these are all alleged yeah and he's been scrubbed from twitter apparently sure sure, sure um sure. there's reporting of him of course um, inappropriately trying to touch minors. Whoa! And fans. Oh yeah. my god! Just like every time. Why? Just like, it's always that. It's Why always is it that. always that? It is like I don't like. Ooh, is that's there a, really I'm always disappointing. Like, is there a correlation there, or like what? Is, yeah. Like well, what the fuck is going actually, on? Okay, so I feel like this is an interesting um, intersection, also because stan culture seems to be particularly common among teenagers and like yeah. younger people. So, like to me, it's not a coincidence from a developmental. Uh, point of view that these people who are very vulnerable who are in a period of time that developmentally speaking we are desperate to find community and to feel accepted and so when artists like this seem to present themselves in a way that like like, we are a safe community you belong here and then it turns out that they're exploitative and terrible people it really does come across as like grooming it's so shitty behavior yeah it is honestly yeah it's like all kind of like adjacent yeah yeah, it's uh, I guess it's like to me, I guess not a coincidence that communities that seem to have a really strong stan energy also seem to have people at the front of that who are particularly adept at manipulating the emotions of yeah. vulnerable people. I guess that's a good point, too, is like just, yeah, it's the, more the common to have stands from people who are like emotionally manipulated and like not because it's their fault, but just because yeah. they're vulnerable to that. You know what it's I'm just saying? It's such a scary like it's such it an, is scary. Yeah. It's kind of like, and it's like, it feels like predatory. Yeah, no, it is. Like, it's inherently predatory, yeah. I think. Um, I don't know that people start out that way, to be clear. I'm not alleging that people are, like, calculatedly doing no, this. No, I don't think so either. But, but I think, it, like, it just, especially, like, you were talking like about earlier. It seems like it snowballs like, that it way. gets encouraged. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Which is weird. Another fandom I'd like to talk about, oh, speaking boy. of standing, uh-huh. um, are the kittens. Doja Cat's fandom. Oh, no. Are you familiar no. with this at all? <laughs> yeah, any, a little yeah. bit. Okay. So, um, oh, God. So it kind of all started um, a little while back. Um, mm-hmm. Doja Cat was going off on her. Also, she just like goes into chat rooms randomly, I guess. Oh. Is my impression. Like chat rooms where, like. I don't know, like like old school, like chat roulette. Oh. Or like her, like, dis- like discords and shit. Or like. That's weird. I don't know. Confused doesn't make sense to me. I don't That's understand. A little too parasocial I don't understand for my the, taste. the particulars of this. Okay. Um, but, anyways, Fair. so there's an article that comes out, yeah. and essentially she called her fans dumb dumb and insinuated oh, yes. insinuated um yeah, hot she, pink and planet her yes or just like very generic bullshit yes. money well, grabs yeah she called like, them cash grabs didn't yeah. she she basically yeah. said that like she didn't really even like any of that no. music and she literally just made it to make money yeah like you guys are dumb for listening to this yeah like, yeah almost like i sort of got one over on you guys yes. and like literally just farmed money from you and like you guys are dumb for even liking this yes which is such a wild take. Also, too, like all the people, like thank you for making me rich, rich and popular, and famous. I'm also, gonna shit on you now. I, you're embarrassing for that. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's an interesting take. I've seen a lot of speculation mm-hmm. about whether she's trying to tank her reputation um, because she doesn't want to be famous anymore. And so maybe she's trying but to then, annihilate like, that. Pop album. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a lot of so, like, was criticism this just drumming, for that. You know. Yeah. But then, so anyway, so her fans of her, um, I think this was on Twitter. They were like, yeah. oh, can you like sign off on us being called kittens? Sure. And she was just like, no, that's fucking weird. I don't give you permission for that. <gasps> um, oh my God. And just essentially like berated her fans oh, for being like no. mentally unwell for wanting to be called kittens. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. Okay. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I think if my audience wanted to be called kittens, I would feel a little bit off-put by but that. But you wouldn't, like, berate them for wanting No. Like... No, I'd be like, maybe that's not my favorite, but, like, yeah. wh- why, as a public figure, would you shit on the people who are supporting you? Literally makes no sense. That's super weird. So there's, like, this whole thing where, like, the, you know, the fandom pages I was talking about earlier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, there were, like, pages ran by fans who were like, you know, I just can't support Doja Cat anymore. Oh, no. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, like it's so like breaking wow it like actually away. worked yeah like breaking away from like oh, the like stan mentality yeah so I, I think that's the thing i was trying to touch on earlier too is like yeah what like does there always have to be such a severe break mm-hmm. or do you think it happens sometimes like over time or like how many yeah. sometimes it feels like someone can get away with stuff and get away with stuff and get yes. away with stuff yes and then sometimes it's like it just takes one big thing you know what uh-huh. i'm saying like, it's well, just interesting to me yeah i think there's kind of a combination of both because i mean with the doja cat thing it does seem very much like there is a concrete event that has caused a lot of people to like not follow her anymore yeah. but then you know like with the 30 seconds to mars thing um our experience was not unique in the sense that a lot of fans First of all, we're getting older and sort of aging out of this very emo. It, it does feel like aging out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also just like over time, the escalation of behavior led to a lot of people being like, yeah. no, no, like I don't support that anymore. Do you age out of music, you think? Yes, yeah. I think so. At least I think it's possible to because I know for sure that I have. And it yeah. does seem like a very millennial phenomenon of like oh, okay. aging out of like pop punk and like the emo music not that i don't enjoy that music still obviously there's a nostalgia factor there for sure and like there is some of it that stands the test of time absolutely you know but like i don't know it does seem like at a certain point it's just like not relevant to your life anymore because like that makes sense a lot of the reason that i liked the very emo music that i liked in high school and college was because i was mentally ill (laughs) and not being treated for that you know so like as I've become more um, aware of my stuff, as I've like healed some of my trauma and like yeah. all of that stuff, I have less of a need for that type of emotional catharsis because I'm not feeling quite so overwhelmed by those particular types of emotions. Yeah. You know? I'm wondering as time moves on and like I think we talk about this even too, like yeah. the culture and like I don't mean to say like sound like a fucking boomer, but like the kids <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have access to more resources like and stuff diverse, that maybe we, yeah, yeah that maybe we did growing up and like so I'm not saying that people aren't still emotional and no, emo and like going yeah. through all of that and like still of course like working yourself like as a teenager yeah. and like adolescence yeah. is like a tumultuous Very time difficult. emotionally I'm wondering yes. if that like goes away less or if there's like less of that now interesting or but like if there's just like groups we don't even know about too probably you know? that yeah yeah well I think the other thing that's kind of a differentiating factor is that streaming platforms were not common we did talk about this yeah you know and so like spotify being a thing we were like 
getting used to using Spotify when oh, I was yeah. like a junior in college. I still have my same account from high school. Same. Like, and so like that wasn't really a thing. Like I downloaded music on LimeWire. Like we were pirating same. music on LimeWire to time. put on burnt CDs to play in the car or on our CD yeah. player on the way to school. Oh, you know? I remember I, I made so many burnt CDs. I'm pretty sure I made you one. Yes, I, I definitely you, you fucking did. did. You did. I think I still have it. What do we do with all those? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in our memory box somewhere. Oh, that'd be so sweet. We should crack um, that bitch open and we see should, what's We have on to it. find something that can play a fucking CD, though. Not even our computers have disc readers anymore. Do either of I think your car has a... Does it? I think so. Okay, maybe we'll put it in the car. Oh, my God. Um, I wonder what's on it. I don't know. Probably something funny. Um, actually, I, I bet it's I bet it's really sweet. Actually, it probably is really sweet. We, were, we definitely have we to were very emo. Yeah, but yeah, so like that wasn't really as common of a thing. So finding like super niche music and media was just less common. Yeah. then we were all sort of funneled to like radio. This I mean, we talked about this point. before, yes. like um, Kesha, and you know, like even like Kanye West. You know, like there was different genres of music for sure there was yeah. like pop and rap and like you know things were yeah, differentiated a little but like for the most part we were all kind of funneled into listening to the same thing that's kind of fair too yeah you know? i feel like there wasn't this like i feel like nowadays too like i never know what someone's gonna put on oh, a speaker no or like well and it's it's really common to discover an indie artist that you're like oh i've never heard of this person yeah. they have like two thousand monthly no, listeners literally. you know yeah. um but like even if you didn't like my chemical romance most you knew, people were you aware that they like existed. Your Green Day and your your yes. like like your Foo Fighters and shit yeah. like that. Like you're yeah. like like Lady Gaga. Oh yes. and like yeah. Britney and all mm-hmm. that. Like Madonna. Yeah. People had like you know an awareness yeah. for those things. So it's like uh, a different. I think there's just like a greater differentiation for genres and yeah. cultures and like emotional experiences. I think it makes sense too with TikTok now too. Yeah, because I feel like things that are popular are inherently for like anymore. Like the like top yeah. 100 is like TikTok. Oh yeah, no, like, it definitely is. You know like the saying? billboard, the billboard charts yeah. is basically what's charting and TikTok on TikTok. Is like just radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair actually, because I guess there is still an aspect of that, huh? Because like, yeah. even if you don't like, I don't know, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, everybody knows who she is. Of though most yeah. people do, anyways. You know, like Gen Z kids especially yeah. are like aware of their existence. You know, I think it's so funny too, especially for like a culture that's probably not playing on like listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. Like essentially, you're still just Quite getting your music. Yeah. So I don't know now. I wonder like, does it get funneled Maybe more it is now the or same. less? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, is it actually we just that different? We talked ourselves into a circle. <laughs> see, I love see, but that's like what's so fun about it. Like, is yeah, is TikTok any different than funneling people? Like the yeah. most popular songs are what people are going to make. It's kind of not huh? make videos too. Yeah, and then those are what are going to get traction. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. The internet is such an interesting it, phenomenon, isn't too. Because I'm thinking about when we were in high school, um, obviously we didn't have TikTok, but we did have YouTube. Um, and early YouTube was such a funny time because there was a lot of niche, 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 niche culture stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, like the um, the way that animals eat or like the shoes or the shoe, or, uh, the Charlie the Unicorn. Yes. Um, and then the, that pug, like Luca the Pug, I think oh, that okay. song, that like Irish song that was okay. like really popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that was oh, like. Oh, the Numa Numa Kid. Yes. And all that. Oh, my yes. God. The Chocolate Rain. <laughs> Oh my yes. God. That was all kind of subculture stuff yeah, yeah, too, yeah. you know, that like people were sort of differentiated in the sense of like whether you thought Charlie the Unicorn was funny yeah. or you even knew what that was. Oh my God. You know? I remember there's this video with like these badgers. He goes, betcha, betcha. Yes. Betcha, yeah. Betcha, betcha. yeah. <laughs> and then the mushrooms. Oh my God. That shit yeah. is hardwired, like laser in etched in my yes. brain. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so maybe it's not really that different, you know, because I mean, we did like, kind of like, have. 30 years from now, things. yeah, I wonder if TikTok will make it 30 years. 
ten years, know. a year. If it doesn't get banned by then, probably. I, but like, also, um, also, we were talking about that the other day, though. Hmm. Since I didn't realize they moved the servers to America. Oh, uh, before you page is not the same. The algorithm is not the same, and I, it's I know it's good. like that thing where it's like I don't want them farming my data, but then I'm like. If you're already doing it, and I know you're doing it, because like don't act like they're not still doing it. Yeah, no, they definitely um, are. Then like, can you just make my experience really good? Then like, if you're gonna take this away from me, then like they were violating our privacy, but it did result in a really great user experience, though. I know, so I'm like, damn, am I just simping for yeah, like I know. having my privacy gone? But also, yeah. But also I, too, like we're so jaded because at this point, I'm like, like the joke about like us having an FBI agent yeah. and like all of that. Like it's very much part of Real. the the cultural mm-hmm. zeitgeist you're like we're just all kind of aware and like we don't care you know i, like, I know that you're violating my privacy I, like i just want to watch my little videos can you just and make sure my videos are relevant and appropriate <laughs> yeah. yeah we are sort of jaded about how common it is I feel to like have you our have to data turn the app. so i'm so sorry no go ahead i feel like you have to regularly turn the app off yes. anymore now yes to reset to like, the, yeah. the for you page what is that about it's very annoying i don't like it i don't like it i'm irritated by oh it. my god yeah as soon as you start getting like two or three straight videos in a row then yeah. we're like whoa no, we're not wrong. wrong this is yeah. not our for you page no, this is for someone else i'm like why is this woman complaining about her boyfriend <laughs> i also always have this thought yeah and because growing up god i'm gonna i'm gonna say it taylor swift i didn't feel like was that popular when we were growing up like she was getting there she was getting there she wasn't like now she is now mm. But okay, I, fair. Maybe there the, was like slightly less of a a fandom, yeah. Fervency. I feel like the 2009 VMAs, where Kanye interrupted her during her, and was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm gonna let you finish." But Beyonce, oh, the worst. I feel like that might have helped catapult Taylor Swift into what she is today. You think? I feel like it's like that thing. Remember how people joke about like the correspondence dinner in 2012 or 14 or whatever with Obama, and he made a joke mm-hmm. about Trump. Oh. And he said, "No way am I gonna have uh-huh. that," and that catapulted yeah, his this sequence ego. of events. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, interesting. Speaking of I Kanye, guess, yes, trash, so bad, right? What? I have a small list as a person. Oh, like oh, so many yeah. problematic things. Yeah, um, I I have another thing that I want to tell oh, you. Oh, tell me, about. tell me, tell me. No, 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 you go first. No, no, I won't forget. I have notes. Okay, that's fair. Um, I was on Reddit the other day, as, okay. as one does, um, just scrolling, and there was a video that came up. I guess Kanye made a documentary or tried to make a documentary about himself that ended up not airing on Netflix. Um, and so somebody posted a clip from that documentary that didn't end up seeing the light of day except for you know people like uh-huh. posting it on social media and whatever. And it's a phone call that he has with Kim. Oh, I saw that, but I didn't watch it. I thought it was from the show, from the Kardashians. No, 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 no. Oh, my so God. it's this phone Did you watch call. It? Yeah, it's this phone call that he has with Kim where she – is, is it worth listening to, you think? Do you think you could find actually, it? Actually, yeah, yeah. Let me let me pull it up. We can probably okay. listen to it. Edit real quick. Give Movie me a hot magic. Set. All right, patch me in. Okay. It feels so weird to not be able to hear it. Hello. Hey, babe, what you doing? Hello. I said, hey, babe, what you doing? Okay. Now, I was thinking about one thing. It's like when I say these things to like pump myself up, you as my wife, when I'm pumping myself up, I would just love it if you're like, yes, babe, that's for, yeah, you the shit. Instead of when I like have to like stand up for myself, you'd be like, why do you sound like that? You're narcissistic. It's just like, that'd be that type of shit where it's like a Floyd Mayweather could never have that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and beat every, and be the champion of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yay needs like, like fucking 
pumping up, you know what I mean? Not like yeah. putting down. No, I totally get it. I think you still work on it. Okay. Yeah. I, and I appreciate it. I think you're doing better at it, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and I, I didn't mean to be rude to that guy. I was, just, I was just like being funny to myself. It was funny to me. I know, but I think he could be helpful. Like, how is that new medication, like that other medication? What if one day, like, you thought all your options were what you feel like that? I know you don't, I know you're never going to be on it, but I'm just saying, what if? What if it started happening? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And like when you be doing your deals, the best when when you do your deals, mm -hmm. you scream at me like I don't want that information. I'm like, no, you need information. You should know these things. But then with no, the medical, just, it's not that I don't want information. I don't want to deal with. Yeah, but information a is good. sometimes too like adidas is a licensed deal i'll be fine to do all licensing deals and shit you know it's just but always just have the info like have the info of what's in the food for the kids whatever you know yeah. um okay it's getting hard to uh, hold the phone up to my ear because my nails are coming off so i'll call you in a little bit okay bye. yeah but marriage is you know I think it's fun. It's like a, it's like a game. Life is a game and it's all about. There's a couple relevant things from that. Um, I obviously couldn't hear it while you were listening to it. Um, so I don't like super duper remember yeah, all of the details of no, it. No, that's fine. Give me your, yeah, fill me in. Cause I'm kind of confused by it all. So basically what happens is that Kanye has his friend like film him while he's making a phone yeah. call to Kim and he starts the phone call by trying to berate her, um, for not being supportive enough. Yeah. Hyping up. He wants which, first of all, some of the people pointed out in the comments what an odd comment it is that he would say something about Floyd Mayweather, yeah. who has a history of allegedly being physically abusive oh. to his past partners. And so Kanye wanting to seemingly emulate that dynamic is really uh -huh. questionable to start with. Um, but also a lot of people pointed out how he started this phone call by trying to essentially berate her for not being supportive enough. And in this like very tired seeming way, Kim essentially is like, I know and I'm working on it. It really comes across as the thing that a lot of people who are being abused do, um, where you just placate this person yeah. when they're trying to pick a fight with you. That's what it really felt like. And then he's like, yeah, you're doing good at it though. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like this bid to, to start a fight. And by placating this person, you kind of circumvent that and they like don't really yeah. know what to do with it right but then i guess there was an incident i don't really know what the incident was but i guess there was an incident where kanye was like being shitty to some man yeah i don't know what, that, um, what that's referring yeah to we either. don't have context for that um yeah. but kim essentially tries to float the idea of like maybe it's not a bad idea to just gather more information oh, about yeah. taking medication yeah. and she says i know that you won't or like you that you don't need it or whatever she says um but like maybe having information is good and yeah. kanye That's takes that statement and left field into like i'm always telling you that you need more information yeah. about things that's Licen why i'm always talking telling about licensing you licensing deals yes that's what, and then like what food the foods the kids are eating yes yeah so he I takes like, that's what, why I'm so confused she takes this this moment to try to like please take care of yourself, yeah. right? Like, 
taking meds for mental illness is not a bad thing. And he takes this into an opportunity to criticize her. He just like completely left field I, this conversation to to make it about how she's yeah. not doing something the way he wants her to. I am just so... It's really, really, really sad. It's this yeah. really sad glimpse into like what is potentially the way their conversation sounded Ugh. all the time, which is just like he has no awareness for how his behavior is affecting other people. And especially the like way. life is a game, like marriage is a game. Yeah. After he says that, after he got right after he gets off the phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's like, really concerning. Cause if that's really the way that he views relationships with people, like that's not cool or good, man. Well, no wonder. Have you heard all the allegations about his school he has? He has a school? Yeah. He has like a little. What? Uh, it's like called Donda Academy, I think, or something. Yeah. Please elaborate. Yeah, he has like a academy or like a... For who? Adults? For kids. For kids. For children. For children. Like school-age children. Yeah, yeah. What's the curriculum? Well, that I don't... I guess... I, I don't know. But like is... And they is pay. He it's expensive. Like, it's expensive to go. Is he just like a benefactor for a school that already exists or like he made no, he an like academy? Made, his, made an academy. Um, for what purpose? I don't know. Like regular ass school, I guess. But That's like... That's super weird. But they... um. Sorry, I'm not trying to interrogate no. you. I just am no, no, confused no. I about I, why. I don't know what the curriculum is, but I know like they had some teachers recently. Um... Well, I guess my question when I when I say what's the curriculum, I mean like is it intended to be a replacement for these kids going to public school? Yeah, no, I think it is. This is like this is like because um, you have to pay to go there. It's like a charter oh. school. Yeah. What? Um, so it's not like an academy where like like a, celebrities will sometimes do this where they open like an academy of music to like no. teach kids uh, like extracurricular skills or no, whatever. No, this is like this a primary. Is like meant to be a replacement for regular ass school. That's my impression of it. If it isn't, that's not what I oh, gathered from no. the articles I was reading. That's so problematic. Um, but apparently there's allegations that because um, some teachers were removed from the school because they were complaining. Yeah. And they were alleging that there was like health and safety oh and like no work violations galore oh god like, like just, osha kind of yeah like, stuff. I mean, like yeah like safety for the students mm. level violations oh no yeah that's um, so fucked up and apparently one of the other things too that's like mentioned in the article is yeah. like they just endlessly feed them sushi for lunch what i don't like they're just eating sushi every day that's for lunch. so weird I, I, does he have like a fixation with like diet and health and because like, he said the thing about what they're feeding the kids and stuff is that like a fixation of his like wonder? i don't know maybe Ugh. it certainly could be but just like random shit like that like i yeah, just never would have even weird in like what world also imagine making such a volatile protein uh the core of your your like yeah, cafeteria lunch for no, small children health, health- yeah, violations. that's like such a nightmare in terms of food Yum. safety. Why would you do that? And I think it's just like stuff with that, though, like no matter how good his music may have been mm-hmm. or like could be in the future, like, yeah, like it's off the table for me now. Yes. Yeah. Like, and like I've had to like there's a lot of stuff I feel like I used to listen to. I'm like, nah, I just I like, can't listen to this the same. No, anymore. it's not because it's not the same. I feel it like it's changes not the same. Your, at least for me, it changes my emotional reaction. Like attachment to the. Yeah. 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 yeah it just is like not. It's really difficult to enjoy it as just a standalone media that doesn't have any impact, you know? Yeah. Because the other thing that I think of with stuff like that, too, like if I do hear a, a Kanye West song on the radio or whatever, it just like comes up. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's like the initial hit of nostalgia and like thinking about that time in our lives. But then I also think through like moments like that. Okay. That like he had this phone call with Kim Kardashian that like nobody really knew about that like in you know viewing it now is like really really sad like that yeah. conversation was from 2018 
Um, oh, damn, that's old. Yeah. And so I think about like what was going on in his life at the time and like the way that he was treating people potentially and like yeah. like what personal decisions were you making that impacted your creativity for this and like you know what i'm saying well, like, like very much you like, recorded this song and like it, it was really successful and whatever but like maybe you were being really shitty to people behind the scenes and like like with brendan yuri right like you performed yeah. this song live and then assaulted someone after you did no it. literally i can't listen to it the no same it's anymore. ruined it's ruined now but also yeah con- yay being like all the anti-semitic comments and stuff oh. and like doubling down on them yes forcing um, people to wear White Lives Matter shirts at like oh, one of the, like the Fashion Week in Paris or something. No, what the fuck, um, man? Yeah, just like, like shit like that. And it's like, I just... Yeah, because even if it is a publicity stunt, like I really don't vibe with anybody who thinks that you can make statements like that as yeah. a publicity stunt and that that's an okay thing to do. It feels do. like the pranking thing. Like this is not a prank. Like that's yes. not... Like yes. you're actually like hurting people with this. It's not funny. Yeah. Even if it is only for publicity sake, like this is still fucked up. You but don't get also to it's do like that. You like felt comfortable enough with this to mm-hmm. use this as a publicity stuff like which is not a good so take. many more questions now to that yes yeah yeah like there's just no i guess what i'm saying is that there's no way around this situation or like any of mm-hmm. the actions of his to excuse him having done that yeah you know i think the other thing that's hard about this too is that a lot of people talk about his mental illness being a factor totally in his erratic behavior right yeah. and like we've talked about this at length on the channel that like people are allowed to be struggling with mental oh. illness right that's obviously Clearly. a moral neutral thing but at the same time that doesn't mean that you get to insist that you are not liable for the consequences of your behavior even if it's a result of mental illness right like the common example that I give people is that while you are allowed to not be shamed or like you shouldn't shame your sh- yourself or other people yeah. shouldn't shame you um, for being depressed, the reality is that if your depression causes you to like ghost your friend when you agreed to meet them for lunch, like that is very much a like result of your mental illness and it's okay for you to deserve compassion around that. Absolutely. And also you do still owe your friend an apology, oh, right? Oh yeah, like you don't like, get to use it as an excuse. Like Yes, you don't yeah. get to say... I am depressed and so therefore the impact of my actions is null and void and no one is allowed to feel how they feel because of that. Like it's very much a yes and that like, yes, you are deserving of compassion and love and respect while you're healing. And also your actions do still much, very much have consequences. Yeah. You know, like it. Well, it's still shitty to the other person. Like there's still someone else on the other side of it. Yeah. Like it affects. Yeah. That doesn't mean someone gets to go on a rampage hurting people and be yeah. like, but I'm mentally ill, so you can't hold me accountable. That's not fair. It's the thing where we talk you know? about too, like things don't happen in a vacuum. Yes. Like, also too, I think it does a disservice to like other mentally ill people who are struggling with similar issues oh, to yeah, Kanye yeah. and making a really conscious effort to be better versions of themselves, to yeah. show up kindly and respectfully like, in their relationships. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like those people don't deserve to be lumped into this category of someone who is like allowing their mental illness or like choosing to use their mental illness as a shield yes. for their shitty behavior which is why you know? i think too it's so important like the narcissist thing and the cluster b personality yes. thing. like it's not yes. fair to the people who are trying yes. and working yeah and who are being successful at yes. like unlearning those problematic like, patterns you don't get to be like you don't deserve to be lumped in you're not a spokesperson yes. for these other very normal real ass people yes. who are doing the work it's like you yeah know? no i agree that, with that. that stuff pushes my buttons too that's just shitty to the people who are like actually 
yes. doing the work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just fucked up. Because it, it also, too, like, perpetuates the stigma that, like, of course, all mentally ill people or people with, um, you know, um, this bipolar specific, disorder or yes. whatever, of course, they're all unsafe. They're dangerous. They're disrespectful. And, like, that's not true. It's very, like, stereotypy. Like, that's and it's a like, Kanye thing. Yes. That's not a mentally ill thing. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, it's just frustrating and it makes it me is. mad because, like, there's nuance there for sure but like especially him like using it as a shield or like stands of his using it as a shield to say that he is above reproach always is just so fucking like saying because like if they came out and like yeah no agree completely yeah it just sucks it just sucks and it is sad also yeah Wow, I did not expect for that to be such a, a roller coaster a conversation. Yeah, Duncan. thanks for Thank, putting it out. Oh yeah, thanks together. for having it with me. Yeah, that was I, fun. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts or opinions. Or yeah. let me know who else is problematic. I would love to know. Um, <laughs> I'm who sure else there's I need to, so many people. Who else we need to steer clear of? If you got yeah. any of the hot goss or good yeah. tea, let yeah. me fill me up. Alternatively, if you have any good small oh, artists yeah. or indie artists that you're like really enjoying, please put those in the comments so that I used we can to do, uplift new yeah. people. I used to do that little, my little Spotify playlist where yeah. I used to share all those I used to small love that. artists. Yeah. yeah, it was a really fun yeah. time. What a fun little, little Yeah. Do you have was. any um, music hyper fixations that you're having right now um, that you're really excited about? I, and I, ple- I am looking forward to being wrong. I will say newer stuff, not so much, but yeah. um, like listening to like old Two Door Cinema Club and like, yes. I been, is My Chemical Romance problematic? Do I need to? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't so. know anything off the top of my head, but just, I like, hope not. I've been going to like a very like, post-punk punk yeah. emo phase yes. and it's been wonderful also That's really fun. um just higher bpm music yes. has been awesome so fun um also obviously for running we talked about the, yes. the last one yeah but um oh yeah just stuff that makes running you want to just like yes 100%. punch the fucking air and yeah smash your, yeah and just <laughs> you know yeah i think my music hyperfixation has been janelle monet and mr wives new album we had to practice before our yes. concerts we have tickets for both of those live events yeah. and so i always go through and listen to the album before to. um and both of them are like very not like feel good necessarily because the new mr wives album has a tinge of like angst in it oh very angsty. um but it's still like upbeat it's yeah. like energizing yes. it's not feel good so much as it is energizing yeah. janelle monet's is definitely like feel good and energizing no that shit is the um tits. so that's that's what i've been yes. up to lately i love it yeah cool Me let's know too. what you guys have been listening to thanks everybody um yeah. as always if you want to support the pod you can like the video you can leave us reviews you can subscribe on whatever platform you're listening all that stuff but otherwise we'll see you guys next week yep. for the next episode thanks for hanging out with us yep. bye, bye.